caution, this episode features major spoilers for My Girl and mild spoilers for My Girl 2. It's the La Brea Tar Pits this week on Why Do You Know That? Welcome to Why Do You Know That, the party podcast that wants to know why you know so much about a very specific topic. I'm Nadia Osman. I'm Steve Slaga. Hi, Steve. Hi, Nadia. How you doing? I'm good. Um, I'm medicated again today. Uh, last weekend, so not this past weekend, but the weekend before. <laughs> That's what last weekend means. Um, I ran out of my prescription for antidepressants and the Walgreens just said, you don't need to do anything. We'll just get a, we'll call your doctor. He'll approve it, which has been how it's gone before. So like five days go by, I run out and I call my doctor and I'm like, are you guys like Walgreens says I don't need to do anything. And they're like, oh no, you have to come in for another appointment. And this was last week. So I went in and finally, as of today, I have my medication again. So that's cool. Mental health awareness. I'm sorry it was such a long roundabout no, route. It, the, it was just annoying because, like, you really do have to... Listeners, you have to be your own advocate when it comes to your mental health because Walgreens isn't going to just you know, do it for you. You've got to figure out why you're not getting these prescriptions. So they I should give me just... the uh, same runaround with my eczema medication. See, see, that's what they do. And so you have to, you have to be your own advocate. You have to go to your doctor. You've got to get it taken care of. However, they did give me a five day emergency uh, prescription. So I also want to let our listeners know that um, the pharmacy can give you like a couple to hold you over till you go to the doctor. See, I go to Target. Oh, for the doctor? Yeah. For your, <laughs> I go to Dr. For Target. your prescription? Yes. <laughs> it's no, <I> retail go- <laughs> therapy. <laughs> I go to the Target pharmacies okay. to get my prescriptions filled. Mm-hmm. And I'm trying to recall a time in which they were like, hey, they're very, they're much more annoying. They tend to be like, hey, you're going to run out in like 21 days. Hey, oh. in 20 days, you're not going to have this anymore. Hey, guess what? Day 19. Might want to get on that. Hey, day eighteen. But also, you, uh, you call your doctor yet? Like they're they're saying this to you every time that you're at Target, though, right? Yeah, you're just, yeah. You're just walking around Target every day, and they just, <laughs> just trying to buy a five dollar <laughs> bottle of wine. <laughs> it's in a cube, and paper towels. <laughs> so yeah, anyway, exactly. you know, sometimes if you are caught without your medication. Uh, mine's I take medication for anxiety and sometimes you know if you're having an anxiety attack you can feel like you're stuck ooh like you're you're stuck in a pit oh that's the <laughs> and you seg- can't get out because you're stuck in it I'll, I'll take it I'll take the seg oh my goodness the seg alert's going off I should bring in our guest you heard him earlier you know I'm from Jordan Jesse Go and the upcoming Disney Plus series Earth to Ned please welcome Jordan Morris hi guys hi Jordan sorry I was trying to riff during the intro no no you're allowed sorry I made that no you're allowed during your your issue with mental health which is a serious issue and I shouldn't joke about it you you needed to give it levity and I'm glad you did I was worried that it was a little too heavy so I think we evened it out we balanced it I mean I think it's good that people talk openly about mental health issues Mm -hmm. it destigmatizes it yeah Um, and I feel the same way about eczema yeah no for real (laughs) for real 
like what's why is your skin like that yeah mm-hmm. and it's normal it's a condition it's not contagious yeah. i have yeah. rosacea okay which is uh like a very red face basically if i eat certain foods it can get a little bit itchy mm. uh i use what's a, a rosacea trigger Food-wise. Uh, brie, brie cheese, okay. which I love. Wow. I love brie cheese, but brie cheese, for whatever reason, will really flare up rosacea. Okay. Alcohol will do it. Spicy foods will do it. Like a lot of the things that are good in life. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> a compliment from a loved one. Yeah. <laughs> um, you guys aren't Extra alone. money in your bank, like when a I, high tax Yeah, refund. when a cat rubs up against your leg. <laughs> Just every pleasure in life. A gentle breeze during a calm summer day. Gentle breeze. You can't have breeze. It'll, give, it'll act up your rosacea. Right. <laughs> right. Yes. Um, you guys are not alone. Do you guys have any kind of alarm sound for <laughs> that? We need to come up with something for when Steve makes a joke and I don't like it. <laughs> <laughs> That's everything. There we go. That's every joke. Um, I'm allergic to Scotch Guard, uh, which is what you spray on fabrics to keep them from like absorbing water. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I learned this because when I was little, my grandma did my laundry for some reason a few times. I think I like took a pillow to her house that I really liked. It had Bugs Bunny on it. And when I brought it home, I was really itchy and we couldn't figure out why. And then it's because my grandma scotch guarded the pillow. You don't scotch guard pillows ever. Yeah. No need, no, no reason to scotch guard a pillow that a child uses. But it's how I found out that I am allergic to it. So I broke out in, broke out in itchy hives. Itchy, broke itchy out in hives. hives. Yeah. Itchy hives. Yeah. But you had a dry pillow. That's true. The so, pillow, yes. Not like a wet, sticky tar pit. <laughs> feed, who feed, who feed. <laughs> An extra one for good measure. So today's topic is the La Brea tar pits. Yeah. Are, when you guys do that, are you Im- imitating the minion alarm? Yes. <laughs> okay. I am. Okay. Yes. I don't know if Nadia knows I have been. <laughs> yes. No yes. Yes. No, we talked about it <laughs> the been, first time. You've been buzz marketing despicable yes. me this whole time. But mm-hmm. no one else has Nobody gotten else it on the has. first try. Well, hey. Big, You're the yes. first. Uh, big minion head over here. Yeah. Love Banana. Banana. They just Bob. released a new trailer. Yes. For a new movie. Sure, I've with- never seen any of them, but I'm familiar with what's going on in the world. But you know world the noise. From working at Universal, yeah. Oh, yeah. right, right, right. Sure, sure. I'm sure yeah. you pick up a lot of oh, yeah. related chatter and yeah. lore. Well, I do have, I'll give, I've never done this before. I'll give one joke that I give on my tour here now. It's, and if you guys aren't familiar with what a minion is, when you go back into the park, open your eyes. Nice. I like that. Yeah. There's a lot of minion shit around. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. A little sarcastic. Yeah. A little, a little, a little biting the humor. Hand, biting the hand that feeds a little Just bit. Just a little. People appreciate yeah. that. As much as I can. Yeah. A little bit of in-the-know industry talk. Exactly. For the out-of-towners. Uh, Speaking so- of out-of-towners, <laughs> one place they like to visit, we do we do. All right, so the La Brea Tar Pits. Jordan? <laughs> yeah, is this the most hyper-regional topic you guys have had? Ooh, it, I think- m- it might be. It might be. Yeah. But honestly, it is like it is a world-renowned place, is yeah. it not? Yeah. I think so. I it's knew about made it. Some, it's made some appearances in movies. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's a big tourist destination. Right. Jordan, why do you know that? So why why am I into the La Brea? Why am I all about the La Brea Tar Pits? Uh, well, so I grew up in Orange County, which is maybe an hour south of L.A. And so the La Brea Tar Pits was a like... Um, like a field trip destination. So I automatically loved it because field trip equals no school. Mm-hmm. So I already have these very warm feelings about it. But uh, I was also a dinosaur kid growing up. 
and the Labrea Tar Pits is Ice Age focused, which is kind of dinosaur adjacent. You know, you pick up when you're a dinosaur kid, you pick up a lot of Ice Age facts just because these are in some of the same books and and things that you're 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 getting as gifts. Uh, so yeah, I was already kind of like I'm already you know in, in into the world of big extinct animals. Uh, the field trip combination, you know, the field trip association that was big, and then I moved to LA, and one of the joys of living here is just being able to go to the La Brea Tar Pits whenever I want to. And it's very like, it's a very, it's a very soothing place. It has an aesthetic that I love, which is a textbook from 1985. <laughs> yeah. Like, a, sure like is. a textbook that's a little too old. All mm-hmm. the illustrations are a little washed out. They're doing a lot of things to modernize it, which I realize is a good move for attendance. But I kind of liked the stuck in 1977 version that was there for so so long. Uh but yeah, I really like it and 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 maybe one of my favorite parts about it is the you know, outside there is a bubbling tar pit that, you know, the same kind that would have captured, you know, uh uh, uh you know, a glyptodon back in the ice age. Ooh. Um busting out the big guns. I know. Sure, yeah. But um but they have these kind of big fiberglass um, mammoths that are kind of posed in a horrific scene. So there is a, a a a mammoth that I think is supposed to be a mother mammoth stuck in the tar, reaching out to her baby and mammoth husband who are on the shore. And I think that is the most impactful piece of art I have ever seen. I will always remember it. When I saw it as a kid, it... It, it rocked me to my core. It's a great example of, like, just potent storytelling and art, I think. And, like, such a cool thing to see just in the middle of L.A., which is so urbanized. Yeah, it really you know? is just smack this in the middle. this prehistoric scene right there. Yeah. If you're, um, if you're not from the L.A. area, it's in the, like, Hancock Park Miracle Mile neighborhood. Yeah. Right next door to, they built the LACMA, the Los Angeles County Museum of Art, right next door to the La Brea Tar Pits and the George C. Page Museum. Mm. So there's, like, this big complex, and uh, I'm with you on, like, it is a serene place in the middle of the city Despite the fact that, like, on a really hot day, the place smells like fucking tar. Yeah, the tar does smell really bad, and, and you're right. When it in the middle of the summer, that tar smell does uh, hang R- around. Really but gets you. I don't know. I'm kind of comforted by it, though. I kind of like the tar smell. Do you get comforted by the smell of like freshly paved asphalt? Because that's what it is. It's natural asphalt that seeped up from the ground for like tens of thousands of years. Yeah, you know, I think I need to be able to see a fiberglass mammoth. Okay. For the th- so yeah, so and no. its husband. Yeah, yeah. So I, uh, you know, actually, there are some, uh, there are some uh, inaccuracies with that scene that they Uh-oh. are sure to post. Take them down. Well, they're not married. The, well, they're not. Yes, they're, they're, they're living in. They're sin. just good friends. Oh. Uh, mammoths. Naturally, the, the the Colombian mammoth naturally polyamorous. <laughs> they hate labels. Why do they got to put a label on this? Um, no, so yes, but I get, but that's kind of it. So, so, uh, so mammoth herds um, were led by females, and the male mammoths were apart from the herds, except during mating season. Uh, Just like a man, t- yes, typical Colombian mammoths. 
Uh, All woolly mammoth men are dogs. Thank you. Yes. Uh, so yeah. So but so they are they are sure to they, they they make they make it a point to point that out in plaques. Like hey, this is even though th- we're leaving this up because it's iconic, it is not exactly accurate. Mm. Uh, mm. And and I think uh, mostly the uh, the tar that would trap the mammoths, it didn't have to be up to their head. It it could just be it could just stick their you know, it could just be foot, you know, ankle deep for them, and it would still get them and kill them. So it wasn't like the 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 bones uh, of the animals you see in the La Brea tar pits mostly didn't die from being submerged in a lake of tar. It just like they just got caught in their feet. That's not as sexy though. It's not as sexy. Yeah. It's a little less dramatic. I can understand why they would. Uh, so yeah, but I think also you know the the museum's been there since the late seventies. So I think obviously the the scene was built with a 1970s understanding of what went on. Uh, and I think just they've, they've learned a lot since then. So, yeah, but they realized that is, it is such a, you know, kind of an iconic LA thing. You got to keep it up. And recently they did a uh, kind of a vote. They're redesigning the museum. And yes. As of last year, yeah. they started a redesign. And there was a, not a vote necessarily, but a, let us know what you think. They had three different firms kind of competing to redesign the La Brea Tar Pits. Uh, and only one of them still included the mammoth statues. And I lobbied pretty hard for that one. Wow. Um, and that's actually the one they're using. Oh, so. good. That's Weiss Manfredi? Manfredi? I think so, yeah. I don't know how you say this architectural firm. I apologize. Uh, yeah, they are the ones that won the project. Uh, they are from New York. So- and... Apparently they they got it. There's like a loop thing that they're gonna do. It's yeah, like- there's gonna be a loop walk around. Um, it looks pretty cool. I mean, again, I, I I will always be torn because I do love how you know 70s 80s the La Brea Tar Pits looks. But I'm I'm excited for a new generation to be able to appreciate it and also be uh, horrified by that broken <laughs> family when they're just trying to uh, go on a family vacation. What's the timeline on this? When are we? When can I expect the loop around? Oh, the good, new one. You know, that's a good question. You'd think a guy who is coming on the show with the premise that yeah. he's obsessed with the Libre Tar Pits would know a timeline. That's why we have Nadia. Uh, thank you. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's yeah, I don't why know. I sit in front of the computer. Did uh, your uh, Did your research pull anything up? I think it's it doesn't. Soon. I think it's very like they're they're still figuring it out. Yeah. I think they have have they even started construction on it? I'm not sure. I live pretty close to the Libre Tar Pits, so even sometimes I don't go inside, but like to walk around. There's still mm-hmm. kind of a lot of fun stuff there's a big you know there's a there's some giant sloth statues you can actually observe uh you know people digging in the tar pits uh sometimes so i i that's a regular kind of walk around place for me just because it's so close uh and they have there's no big construction projects going on yeah i don't i think it's a long-term yeah investment i know that they're gonna add a metro stop in the area i think yeah so actually that's another cool thing why the la brea tar pits is more relevant than ever uh, it, it's such an interesting museum because um, because basically everything you see in there was found there. So, you know, like when you go to the Field Museum in Chicago, you're seeing shit from Montana and Canada and things like that. Yeah, but this ba- is all from the tar pits. Yeah, it's a very like... That local- thing was... Locally filled. sourced. Uh, <laughs> artisanal bones. Artisanal bones. So yeah, it really gives you a sense of like, this is what LA was like during that time. Uh, so I think that's such a cool thing about it is there's such a sense of place. Um, so yeah, but uh, so they are expanding the purple line. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. And because they're they're 
digging a fucking subway, they're finding so many more bones and fossils. Yeah, they're going to build a whole new building, apparently, for all the new artifacts. Yeah, so there's all sorts of cool stuff getting found during this subway extension uh so yeah it's 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 uh it's as it's as bustling and relevant as it's ever been i didn't even think about that because i drive down wilshire you know been a been to a couple auditions in that area Ooh. and uh yeah. building that's yeah. near the variety building was uh, it five seven hundred or something like i that? interned there right across the street from the tar pits but like you don't think of like the uh the purple line the subway expansion in that area as like a place to uncover bones or anything yeah. historical because it's fucking miracle mile miracle mile magnificent mile miracle mile miracle mile magnificence yeah. chicago it is yeah. where biggie was shot yeah really yeah wasn't he in front of the peterson auto museum i didn't know that i'm pretty certain that's where he was shot i have never been in the peterson auto museum and i didn't know biggie was shot so <laughs> oh no this is Stirring. Oof, don't tell him about Princess Die. Uh oh. <laughs> you think she's fine, right? Yeah, I'm following an Instagram. <laughs> it's not Prin- verified. Princess Die is still alive. Dot com. Yeah. Instagrams don't have dot com behind them. You what could. a dumb riff, George. You could. You could. <laughs> no reason you couldn't put dot com. So tell us a little bit more about. Do you? Uh, how much do you know about like how the tar pits formed? You've obviously visited a lot, but yeah. like, uh, yeah. So as far as the like how it became a museum, so George C. Page, it's also called the George C. Page Museum, uh, was a like turn of the century rich guy who made his money mainly like selling. Uh, selling baskets of oranges mm-hmm. like back when kind of like the California orange was a like coveted thing and uh, yeah that was also kind of around that time like you know uh, uh, paleontology was kind of a fad like people had kind of s- started discovering and displaying you know uh, dinosaur bones and mammoth bones and things like that so yeah it was kind of a like it was kind of a good thing for a like crazy rich guy to do with his money um yeah and he you know made his fortune in la and wanted to give back and uh yeah so hence we have the la brea tar pits uh way before that like billions and billions well not billions of years ago a little while ago thousands tens of thousands of years so that seepage has been happening for a while i don't know what time is right billions tens of it's a construct flat circle if it was before jesus (laughs) i can't help it yeah it was before my Lord and oh, Savior Jesus you a, Christ. You're was a one? young Earth guy, huh? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wow. Yeah. So this whole topic has been blasphemous. To you. I don't know. I've just been smiling. I I disagree with everything you've been saying. So you think the La Brea Tar Pits is like a scam or a test that the devil is putting us through? I think it's a scam. I think it's. I think they were just too the kind of like uh, divots in the ground, two craters, right. and somebody just filled them with. You know, goo. And all the bones are <laughs> fiberglass. Yeah. Or just, yeah, I believe in, I believe in bones. Right. You believe in the humans, but the bones, so I mean, the the bones of the creatures would have to have been there pre- Here's what I'm going to say. Christ. How can you put a bunch of bones, how can you find bones mm-hmm. in the ground, right. put them together and be like, this is what a woolly mammoth looks like? Based, uh, based on bones. Well, yeah, I mean, there's, there's fossils too, where you kind of see the- How do you know print. they were woolly? Uh, you, you know, there's you can see the imprints of their of their hair. It's not know. just a bone. It's a you know, it's kind of an imprint of the animal that's in know. the sediment. I don't know. And also, actually, the mammoths uh, that you'll find in the La Brea Tar Pits are a Colombian mammoth, and they were not woolly. I have to go pray. They had a, oh wow. <laughs> 
Are there a lot? My question about tar pits is there's there, these aren't the only tar pits. No. There's uh, other tar pits. Yeah. How yeah, common are tar there's pits? There's the Fairfax tar pits, the Melrose tar pits. These are jokes Pasadena. about LA streets. <laughs> love the Pulvera tar pits. Love those kind of trashy valley tar pits. Cahuenga <laughs> tar pits. Right. I prefer the Orange County tar You're pits. Sure, yes. Yeah. yeah, some San Bernardino tar pits. Orange- We're the first McDonald's. Oh, wow. <laughs> Orange County tar pits more conservative. Yes, yeah. absolutely. Weirdly yeah. conservative. The John yeah. Wayne tar pits is right. what they renamed it that after they, sure. they took whatever Native American name was in there and then they went, no, we want to give it to the racist. Yeah. Give it to the racist. Uh, I still can't believe the airport is named John Wayne Airport. It's really, wacky, huh? It, it's super wacky and yeah. it just really like gets under my skin. And they uh, they took the Bob Hope name off yeah. the Burbank Airport recently. <laughs> mm-hmm. Is Bob Hope, was it because he's problematic? Why did they take, well, do you know why they took that off? No idea. No. Okay. I don't know. Well, he's just less relevant. My... They wanted to rename it the Lil Nas X. <laughs> I always thought it was just Burbank like... Airport, just so kids would start <gasps> flying more. You know, we got to get the kids into the Burbank Airport. You got to get the kids on a on a Southwest flight to Phoenix or an American Airlines connector or an air. Yeah, absolutely. They could that's be flying a... to Utah to get on a bigger plane. Sure, that's true. I've done that a few times. <laughs> Going to a hub. Hmm. <laughs> Every time I flown out of, not every time, but um, for a while, every time I flew out of Burbank, I was offered um, a full voucher from, it was always American, I was offered a full voucher to not take that flight. Right, okay. Because they overbook them so much that like three different times I got a full voucher to be like, fine, I won't fly on this one, just put me on another plane. (laughs) I'll just hang out here at Guy Fieri's Burger Mm Stands. Well, they've shuttled me to LAX. So, oh, yeah, that's this nice. is a nice little scam you're running, Steve. Thank you. Yeah. Uh, so all you have to do is pay for a flight. <laughs> <laughs> um, to answer your question, tar pits, there's lots of tar pits because tar pits just form when crude oil seeps through um, fissures in the Earth's crust. So uh, the, the oil kind of evaporates and then you get tar and Native American tribes whose names I'm going to really quick, the Chumash and Tongva people, I am probably butchering those. I'm so sorry. Um, They figured out basically how to use that tar to build roads. And then that is how we kind of went like, hey, we could do that. We can make roads as well. So we kind of just like nicked that as a nifty little trick. And the tar pits are are normal tar pits. Like, are these going to last forever, or do tar par- do tar pits dry up? No, I, guess I mean, I question. think they're kind of they're you know kind of uh, 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 self profligating. Okay, Am I using yeah. that word right? I think so. Uh, yeah, so I think they will probably be around uh, long after humans are wiped from the earth. Okay, yeah, after they suck us in back to the earth from whence we uh, came. You know, maybe that's, maybe if I know I only have a couple months left. That's how you're going to go? I'll just walk into the tar pits. Very that slowly is... because they're not that uh, deep. Right, exactly. <laughs> they're pretty shallow, which is how animals would get stuck because they'd go, hey, there's food I in that thing. I can get across I, that. Yeah, that's easy. I'm all for this. How much this. money you want to put on this, Gary? Ah, <laughs> much- five bones? Great. Yeah. Then they walk out and they're like, oh, shit. And then they get stuck and kind of linger out there for days and weeks mm-hmm. on end, just slowly die in the most oh, horrific yeah. Horrible death. Horrible death while their children watch <laughs> and reach out to them with their trunks. <laughs> I think it could be beautiful because think of it like this. Mm. The world's ending. Right. You love the tar pits. I do. You walk into the tar pits and and are preserved. Thousands of years later, human beings have rebounded. Life finds a way. And now your bones 
are on exhibit oh, in the, the museum, yeah. right? That's the dream. It's truly, truly the dream. <laughs> uh, I've thought about getting their logo as a tattoo. I don't have mm. any tattoos, but when I consider it, I think about the Labre Tar Pits logo, which I really love. It's a kind of an outline of a saber-toothed tiger. So, oh, that's rad. Yeah. that I mean, that would make a good tattoo. I think it would, too. That's the kind of thing where you'd like want to show it off. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's not like a, I don't know. When people just have like words. A symbol. Yeah, a sure, symbol yeah. and then it's- Just like, breathe. Yeah, mm. and then you're like, oh, what does that mean? And then they're like, it's either a too long of a story or too short of a story to warrant the tattoo. Yeah. Uh, I shouldn't say this because I know multiple people who have these, but quotes from Wicked are very popular to have tattooed amongst one's arm, oh, it my. seems. I, I know multiple people I who don't have, know Wicked well enough. What are the tattooable quotes? Um, def- something about defying gravity, okay. something about um, uh, being yourself. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I have um I'm 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 into a different mu- musical so across my back I have property of skimble shanks. <laughs> you belong to the rails. Exactly. Ah, uh, did you see cats? I did see cats. Oh cats. my god. I saw, cat, saw it in theaters. What a magical experience. What a fucking mess. I loved every yeah, second of it. Anybody who didn't enjoy it, I I, I just want to shake them and be like what did you think you were seeing yeah what of the poster of the trailers of any of this existence I mean, did you walk in uh, expecting listen, i'll i'll i i could be on those people's side a little bit in that maybe they were expecting something that made sense that's and that is maybe they're like i know yeah. these actors mm-hmm. i'm familiar with musicals I think this will be a plot with some singing that I can follow. Yeah, that and that it's fair to go into a theater. I feel there's an unspoken agreement between filmmaker and mm-hmm. audience that what you are seeing will make sense. Yeah, th- yeah. Should have some sort of narrative qualities? <laughs> yes, it's a big studio picture. At some point, somebody must have read the script and been like, "We need some stuff to happen." Yeah. There's no way Sir Ian McKellen would sign on for something if he hadn't of just read the not. script. When I went. You know, it kind of started out like everyone kind of knew what they were getting into. And but and, you know, in the when the movie started, people were kind of like, you know, kind of like talking softly and and like laughing and kind of like, you know, just like into it in that way. But just like by the end, people were just standing up and full volume just going like, what's that? (laughs) Who who's that? What what's happening? People just speaking in a in full volume just screaming questions at the screen that's the way to see it yeah yeah when i saw somebody in the back it was a it was very early on in its theatrical run i got to see it for free as a special event and it was the the hooper cut i think is what they're calling it okay the, the version that was immediately produced and not digitally altered in oh, any way right, right right and uh so everybody in the audience was murmuring throughout but because we were one of the first audiences to see it people weren't as quite as rowdy sure until kind of towards the end i think the last 10 minutes everybody broke because yeah at some point after judy dench says you are my jellical choice <laughs> somebody in the back went hey and that like broke the tension <laughs> yeah and then at that point everybody was like all right we uh this is yeah. fair game we can do whatever we want now for the last 10 minutes well when you she, all- when she said that in my theater someone was just like what does that mean <laughs> What's that mean? <laughs> Who's that? <laughs> it was a fair question. Fair question. With no answers. No. There are no answers to those questions. 
Um, I do have an answer to the question about what they were using that tar for besides Rose. Yes. Did they, is they the parking tar- lot used? Did they use their own tar for the parking lot? Kind of. Okay, cool. That That's would be cool. a fun little piece of trivia. I like and again, that. locally sourced. Yeah. This is local tar. Artisanal, artisanal asphalt. Mm-hmm. Um, no, so uh, those same tribes also use the asphalt to waterproof canoes and baskets. Yeah. And... Um, Basically, once the Spanish came in and occupied the area, they were using the land for cattle ranching. That got sold to the Hancock family in 1870, and then they drilled for oil. And then that's when they were like, oh, my God, what is this? Yeah. Um, so it, many wonderful skulls. Yeah. <laughs> it wasn't until... Um, just, a, just a cornucopia of beautiful skulls. One right after the other. Bigger, smaller. Sure. Name them all. Sure. <laughs> Describe <laughs> your dream skull. We've got it. Uh, one of the maybe my favorite things in the Liberated Tarpets, there is an entire wall uh, of 100 dire wolf skulls. The uh, dire wolf is the most common thing that they found in the tar. And the wall of skulls is just... It's 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 wonderful. It's probably what it's like being in Tim Burton's bathroom. <laughs> they were ve- those dire wolves were very fond of making bets with each other and getting into that tar. Like they right. were the number one animal um, for going out there and being like, "I got this." I, I know ninety nine other guys <laughs> have seen have sunk in this thing. I think I got this. How? And you'll have to excuse me. I should I should say I should have prefaced at the beginning. I'm not from around here, so I did mm. not grow up going to the La Brea right. Tarpet. So my first point of reference was My Girl Two, mm-hmm. um, and then my second the my second. Do point they of go reference, to the La Brea Tarpet? They my Girl do. Really? Yes. Um, I was. Uh, I mean, this is a cold take, and I think it's, you know everyone who is around my age, you know, has a similar story. But I was so traumatized by the first my girl oh yeah it being so sad yeah he, he can't sleep without his glasses no, no that's yeah. not it Macaul- he can't see without can't his glasses see without his yeah glasses. Uh, macaulay culkin well, being killed by bees i'm good it is a it is a rough one i yeah i think everyone of our generation um has been traumatized traumatized by that good news for you and for any listeners but spoiler alert for my girl too Nobody dies. Oh, okay. Because you would think like, well, they're probably just going to repeat it, right? She's going to meet another friend. maimed by bees, Yeah. Nope. Nobody dies. However, pivotal moment at the tar pits because the mood ring that uh, Macaulay Culkin, that Thomas J. gave her Mm -hmm. in the first one, um, the new boy, who's like a, I think he's like a family, I think he's a cousin or something, Mm -hmm. pretends to throw it over the fence into the tar pit. And she goes ballistic uh-huh but he didn't actually throw it that so spoiler fun. alert on spoiler alert there's, but anyway there should be a la brea tar pits film festival i've been saying that. that they show the tommy lee jones film volcano oh classic classic film uh, where the lava is gonna run through the la subway system right it's yes. the most the la this podcast and that movie are the only times the la subway system have ever been mentioned in <laughs> right, history yeah. of media it's true there is a small train there. It's just running with no passengers. <laughs> uh, earthquake. Earth. Oh, I haven't. I haven't seen earthquake. Earthquake from nineteen ninety or the Great Los Angeles earthquake. I'm sorry. Um. There's an episode of The Simpsons where Bart gets the elephant. Yes. Where they go to the Springfield tar pit. Suspiciously like the La Brea tar pits. That's the fun thing about The Simpsons is that there are so many L.A. landmarks that are in it just because the, that's where the show mm-hmm. is made. Anyway. Yeah. Like at that one point when he looks out at the box factory and it's supposed to look like the Warner Brothers lot. Yeah. Uh, which I 
always like because I would go, hey, crusty, crusty Lou Studios. Yeah. Oh like, yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, you got the Lard Lad Donut, uh, Aztec Theater, lots of fun. Anyway. Um. Okay. So 1913, the Natural History Museum of LA County uh, was granted access to the land. Uh, cause Hancock, the Hancock family was like, look at all these skulls. You guys want to come down, take yeah. a few skulls? Um, so then there was an intense two-year investigation and they got a ton of the specimens that are now in the collection because there were technically 96 pits. So we say the La Brea Tar Pits. There's like little baby pits everywhere. Yeah. There's the big pit where the horrific scene takes place. Right. But where a family are, is ripped apart. <laughs> but uh, there are sub pits. And yeah, and they're, 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 there's like observation chambers. So if you want to watch people working in the pits, you can. Yeah, it's and, cool. And that was my like, that my like little kid, what do you want to be when you grow up job was always paleontologist. So, uh, so like going, getting to go there and see paleontologists paleontologing was so impactful for me as a kid. It's like, oh my gosh, a grown-up with a cool job. Like, it was so cool to see. Anyway. That's so cute, though. I mean, like, that you could go as a kid and go like, that guy, the thing that that guy is doing, that's what I want to do. Yeah, And then exactly. you never followed up on that. It's news to me because, no disrespect to the La Brea Tar Pits, but up until finding out this was a topic you chose, I was under the impression that the La Brea Tar Pits were boring and that people didn't like them. They will sometimes react in that way. I thought that was dumb and boring. Mm-hmm. I mean, I realized, like, one of the things that I like so much about it is how trapped in the 80s it is um, yeah. but i can see going there and going what the fuck this carpet is so old you know uh i mean and again it is it is it is it's been so much it's been modernized like crazy over the past couple years but you know up until then it has it's been pretty stuck and also it's very small you can see the whole thing in like an hour unless you're you know uh going to their imax movies that they have playing and stuff ooh uh which i have never seen by the way i what? i should i know i need to go to uh you know the 3d uh wonders of the ice age movie that they have playing who does it have that little squirrel that wants the acorn no it does not have scrat it's not in the ice age movie continuity but it's narrated by christopher plummer wow who i think is as popular uh amongst kids as scrat just about yeah um, What's it called again? Titans of the Ice Age? Something like that, yeah. Um, kids love hammer horror movies from the 70s. That's why they <laughs> love Christopher Plummer. Anyway. Um, the name is redundant. That's something that I didn't realize until researching this. Like so, chai tea? Yeah. La Brea in Spanish means the tar. Mm-hmm. So it's the tar tar pits. It's an ATM machine situation. Wow. Yeah. We've been really, you know... Fucking that one up, I yeah. think. Jeez, I hope 80s stand-up comedians don't get a hold of that. <laughs> What's the deal with? Yeah. Um, do you know how many fossils have been discovered there? Take a wild guess. Okay. How many fossils? Yeah. Probably hundreds of thousands, I would imagine. Over 3.5 million. Wow. That's, cra- that's such a small area for that many fossils. Yeah. I... Which is why it's it's uh, when people, you know, and I admit being wrong by saying it was boring because it's millions of fossils yeah. in this small place from like up in like since the beginning of Jesus's time. Right. <laughs> yes. 6,000 years ago. 6,000 years. All those animals escaped the Garden of Eden, uh-huh. which is in Michigan. Missouri. Missouri according yes. to Mormons. Mormons. Yes. Um. So yeah, I, uh, yes. So I, you know, I think, and that's something so cool about it is that every, you know, the fact that everything there was 
you know, here in LA is like, it's so fun to imagine the space you're in looking completely different. And I think that this, I think this area was just teeming with life, you know? I yeah. think there was just like fucking cool shit, uh, eating other cool shit uh, for miles. So yeah. yeah, it is so neat that, um, yeah, it is so neat to kind of imagine it like that. It's, yeah. It's, when you're just like sitting in traffic, <clears throat> thinking whether or not you should park and go to the bathroom in the Baja Fresh. Yeah. Yeah, those things are death traps. Mm-hmm. Not the, the, <laughs> not talking about the tar pits. <laughs> <laughs> right, yeah. No, yeah. Uh, the tar pits Don't them- try the carnitas. <laughs> the tar pits themselves are death traps. Right. But also support life because, uh, I don't know, maybe like 10, 12-ish years ago or something, scientists found about 200 species of microorganisms living in the asphalt, and they don't have water, and they barely have any oxygen, and it's mostly toxic chemicals, but these microbes were uh, represented families of bacterial species that hadn't been seen before. Wow. So mm, they're going to infect us and kill us all. Yeah, I was going to say super bacteria, right? Jordan, I don't want you going in those tar pits. I don't want you going in there. Could be like, I was going to ask you this as a question, like, do you think... Okay, two parts. Okay. Do you think you would ever go in? And if you went in, do you think you could survive it? No. Yeah. uh, No, I think I... Yeah. I mean, I no, I do not think I could survive. I think uh, it's sucked down mightier creatures than I. A hundred and... A hundred plus dire wolves. Sure, a hundred plus dire wolves. I'm I'm nowhere near as powerful (laughs) as a dire wolf. My jaws are uh, not like a steel trap at all. It's true. I can hardly get through the uh, Baja Fresh Carnitas. <laughs> you know what I mean? Uh, yeah. So, no, I don't think I would go into the tar until I was uh, ready, ready to make my final <laughs> exit. And, yeah, and I think in, in that case, I would not struggle to get out. I would just let the tar take me and do its work. And hopefully my corpse could house uh, thousands of super bacteria. Here's the thing. Somebody went into the pits. Oh my gosh. In 2013. Wow. So hang on to your hats, kids. Some so. kind of pit prankster. <laughs> I'm mad. Um, okay, so a police diver in 2013 went 17 feet under the surface to hunt for weapons in a cold case homicide investigation. Wow. Uh, quote Great fact. Uh, from the guy I've been under moving ships in underwater reservoir sheds. This is by far the craziest thing I've ever done. So, like, people were throwing murder weapons into the tar? It's possible. That's, what a great idea. <laughs> yeah. Right? I mean, like, I, listen, I I think murder is wrong. I never want to absolutely. do it. But he did recover multiple that, items of interest. Like, it, apparently the visibility was terrible. Wow. And he was still able to find a few things. Perfectly preserved 80s playboys. <laughs> Just like Tommy Alas. guns from the 30s that somebody threw in during <laughs> oh, like a right. prohibition run. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, like apparently they just basically said that this uh, succeeded in sending the message that the LAPD will go as far as they can to make it difficult for suspects to discard evidence. Hmm. How do you dive in it? How do you move? How do you see anything no i have no idea because I, I was thinking about this because i was like okay if you put on like uh, state-of-the-art diving equipment it's still how is it going to withstand whatever right. pressure even if that diving equipment could withstand pressures deep at the depths of the sea 
Can't you like drop something in that's going to do some sort of like sonar I bet and find a, out I bet if there's now, anything I there? I mean, this is back in 2013. Yeah. So yeah. now there's a drone that does that. There's a tar drone. Yeah, it a was little a robot. Time 2013. Yeah. I interned at the Weinstein Company mm. when I first moved to LA, and it was across the street from the tar pits. Hey. That was my first experience of going to the tar pits. Was on my lunch breaks when I had like you had to dispose of some evidence. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Go throw this in the tar. This is pre 2013. Throw these security tapes in the mm. tar. Yeah. Yeah, while you're at it, fill this cum-stained bed sheet in there, would you? Yeah. yeah, I knew a lot of cum-stained bed sheets into the tar pits for my internship. Um, but yeah, just funny, funny tie it together. A little fun fact. Yeah. That's a fun fact. And I do remember going and being like, this is nice, but smelly. <laughs> I, I mean, I think that, you know, go, there's like something that is so cool about it is that it is this, it's this museum, it's this, you know, place where there was all this you know all uh, all this uh, all this you know kind of crazy fascinating life and it is like right in the middle of fucking showbiz like there are the sag building is over there the yeah there's like yeah there's a building that i was a post pa in for a couple of months like you are just in the middle of la and and then right across little... the street is how do you say it Pleistocene Garden? Yeah. Did I say it right? Oh my God, I think I finally said a thing right on this show. Well, those Pleistocene Garden stands would have come (laughs) for you. I know. If if you love how much I keep fucking up words on this show, please email us at why do you know that at gmail. Why do you know that pod at gmail.com? Oh my God, I fucked up the email. That's okay. Oh, I can't get it right. Um, yeah, like there, uh, you've got the iconic lake pit. You have the Pleistocene garden. Um, there's plants from the ice age that are around there, um, specifically pine and sage and buckwheat, because LA is known for palm trees, but uh, those other vegetation sources sure. were there first. They were, you know. Yeah, buckwheat's not as they glamorous, did it first. but. Yeah. You know, still a, a viable part of the ecosystem. Yeah, I think still we can all agree. Still pulls its weight, exactly. If you will, not as sexy as the palm tree, but it gets shit done. <laughs> not hogging the limelight, not like right. a certain trees. But at least it'll text you back. Am I right? <laughs> <laughs> oh, hey, that '80s comedian showed up. Hey, there it's he me. is. Finally, <laughs> <laughs> I saw the future, and I'm making texting jokes. <laughs> so, beyond the sexy palm trees. I think Maddie, the sexiest- can you please write a novel called Beyond the Sexy Palm Trees? <laughs> Beyond the Sexy Palms. Uh, what's it? Watch out, Nora Roberts. I'm giving you a run for your money. Mm-hmm. It's just going to be two shirtless palm trees on the cover that Ooh. are like embracing. But palm trees don't usually wear shirts, so it won't be novel to see them without shirts. Maybe it will. Maybe they're really jacked. I don't know. You know what? Write the book you want. I was Don't thinking, listen to me. I was thinking one of the palm trees has coconuts, but just two, so they were like breasts. Oh, yeah. yeah. And then one has, and then lower has two coconuts and then a hot dog stapled. Yeah. So it looks like a dick and ball. Ooh, this is a horny Sexy. book. This is a horny Ooh, book. Yeah. Watch out, Nora Roberts. We got hornier stuff than you. <laughs> so the horniest of the pits. Yell who? I would say. <laughs> <laughs> So of the pits, the horniest of the pits, I would say, is pit 91. Mm. So there was this 96 pits. You'd think little... it would be pit 69. You'd think it would You'd be. You'd think it would be. Why is it the horniest pit? So for nearly 40 years, pit 91 was the only pit under excavation. And then in the late 60s, researchers opted to uh, harvest all the fossils. 
harvest all the fossils available in the pit, not just those that were part of larger vertebrae, because they would have a bigger fossil record. Um, and they'd be able to have a more complete picture of sort of what was going on at the time. Uh, they call this Asphalt Friday, June 13th, 1969. Um, and that's when they found, that's how you get like that 3.5 million, because they found amphibians, reptiles, insects, small birds, shells, plants, uh, tons and tons and tons and tons of stuff specifically in Pit 91. Uh, and those included the dire wolf bones, saber-toothed cats, uh, horses, ground sloths, and mammoths. And the thing is, the pit is only about 15 feet deep. Like, How do they keep swam falling in? <laughs> like, I've been sitting on this right. for a half hour because it's mad. such a stupid question. Well, here. But how do they keep well, I think like, animals, falling in? I think animals don't have the communication necessary to tell other animals. If they see it happen, they forget it. Okay. So, yeah. Yeah. But I think that was the thing about them is they were so close to water sources. Just nat- uh, so pit the the tar naturally occurs where there's a water source because you need water to make it, it sticky. So uh, I think it just happened around watering holes, and it was a place where I don't know life gathered. You just think they're dumb. Well, I mean, like I used to scare my cat to stop it from scratching the couch by shaking a, a soda can with a penny in it. Right now she's triggered whenever she sees a soda can. So the idea that animals don't remember doesn't. Right. I don't. Doesn't I don't track. buy that. What's your? What's your? What, what's your explanation then? If that's a lie. They're they stupid. Okay. Yeah, they're just stupid. Or that the whole thing is fake and uh, oh yeah yeah they're put there by the devil. No trans. yeah they're half of, those are not real bones. They're, well, um, <laughs> I'm starting to believe this. The I'm bones that, to turn into a young earther. The bones that they have found are uh, were were placed there from the French catacombs. Oh okay. <laughs> well, what a pull. Right. Yeah. The uh, French just have weird skeletons. Yeah, so it looks like it's a well that I'm tar sorry, is they call them les skeletons. excuse me yes the tar is hot and it molds it it changes the, okay. the structure of you the know, bones inside is good i mean why does anything really yeah that question can be asked about <laughs> why everything. does anything well that's the new uh what what's the meaning of life why does anything why does anything uh, i just that if, tattooed across my back <laughs> under oh. live love laugh uh, but above uh, property of Skimble Shakes. But above, yes, but above property of Skimble Shakes. You've got a lot of tattoos to Yeah, get. I know I said I didn't have any. I actually have a lot. <laughs> and they're all on your back. They're all on my back. You just kind of read like a strange Tumblr poem. Right. <laughs> yes. Um, uh, yeah, there's... There's a lot of animals in there, but I thought of them are the dumber ones. There's like 160 plus species of birds. And, and, and birds are dumb. Birds yeah. are, I mean, they're evolved yes, from dinosaurs, sure. which weren't like. They were dumb. Yeah, they're kind of dumb. So Birds I'm less bothered by because. I think they were landing on the corpses. Yeah. Oh, yeah. They were trying or to like, feed off of the. Off or of they the just thought animals. it was water. That's true. And they were like, well, I'll go sit in this for a second, yeah. you know. Hey, Jerry, my eyes are starting to go. Is that big thing there a lake? Or a bunch of tar. I think it's a lake. You sure? I don't want to fall in. I'm well, pretty- we are colorblind, so. <laughs> you know what? I'm just diving in head first. Watch <laughs> me go. Wee. In- Where'd my friend go? Oh, I forgot that he even existed. <laughs> to Nadia. Hey, what's that? <laughs> Water? To Nadia, all birds are those pigeons from Animaniacs. Ah, yeah. the good feathers. <laughs> the good feathers. Yeah. I'm not a bird person. I apologize to bird people, but I'm just not a bird person. They are tiny dinosaurs that kind of freak me out. I don't think you need to apologize to bird people. I think bird people need to 
apologize to their birds. Yeah, apologize to their birds. Caged up. Mm-hmm. Yes, let them let fly. Let them go. Uh, I'm also not much of a horse person. I think those are two natural things to not be into. Horses get so scared that they'll throw people off. Yeah. Why did we use them as like a singular form of transportation for so long? And their kicks. The yes. Kicks, yeah. Getting kicked by a horse is really scary. Yeah. They only eat four things. Like, what's wrong is, with these? And beasts? this is what nerdy girls want to be into. Yes. I, I was so. never. I was. I was anti-horse girl. Like when I was seven, I was like, "Why the fuck right. would you be into this? These are long, hairy things that will throw you off, stomp on you to their death, and then get mad at you that you give them a sugar cube." And their poop. Yes. The only animals worth liking, their poop has to be cute. <laughs> or like done in a cute way. Yeah, or like they a dog know how pooping is cute. It. Yes. A cat goes into its litter box. A horse, it's just giant masses just dumping along the way. Literal mounds of shit. Literal mounds of shit. You see someone horseback riding and the just at with each trot, there's just more shit falling out of this horse's butt. Well, they're just not I'm not into horses either. Yeah. That's all. And I'm not into horse horse movies are like I think top three least favorite Ew, genre. What's a of horse them. movie? Like like a black, black stack. Beauty. Yeah. Oh, I don't think I've ever seen a horse movie. National yeah. Velvet. I've seen nope. a couple horse movies in my day. Yeah. Oh, sea Biscuit. Sea Biscuit. Nope. Yeah. Things where a human bonds with the horse in a way that none of us will ever understand. Oh, what was that one? I haven't Flicka. I haven't seen it, but Flicka just came to mind. Yeah. Flicka, my friend Flicka, is that it? Or is it just Flicka? No. I, th- I know the movie was Flicka, but I would not be surprised if it's based on a young adult novel called My Friend Flicka. Yeah, okay. Yeah, that's exactly what I'm talking about when I'm talking about ho- the horse yeah. genre. I mean, I'm going to go ahead and say without regret, if you like Flicka, go fuck yourself. Wow. <laughs> anyway, that's back to the tar anti-Flicka stance. Well, uh, I think anybody who likes horses should walk into the tar pits. Sorry. Ouch. <laughs> Do the horse, do horse movies have that have that quintessential animal movie scene where at some point the human has to try and run the animal off for its own good? Is there a go on, th- get out of here? Yeah, uh, some of them, I think. I think that there's a lot of humans keeping the horses in captivity. Mm-hmm. Though, it's like, I need to ride you. I don't know. It depends. I think there's some horse stories where it's like, the horse needs to be free and it's a metaphor. Yeah. I'm thinking there's two kinds of horse movies. Mm-hmm. There's we need to, this horse shouldn't be racing and I want to save it. Or this is my horse and it's important and I love it. Yeah. I think those are the two kinds. Like War Horse is like a weird, like, we need the horse for the war. <laughs> Help us win this war, horse. <laughs> did horses fall in the tar pits? They did. They were part of uh, Western horses, apparently. So I think... Um, I mean, here's here's my thing. Okay, fine. So a horse walks into the tar pits and the other horse... And the bartender are- <laughs> says, why the long face? <laughs> Uh, so a horse falls in the tar pits right. and no other horses see it fall. So did it fall? No. Uh, <laughs> so horse falls in, other horses didn't see it. So the other horses fall in because they did not have this information. They didn't know the tar pits were deadly. Fine. I'm a human being. I look at the tar pits and I think, well, I'm not going to go into that. That does. That looks unsavory. That doesn't look safe. And so I unsavory. just- Unsavory? Yeah. What is it, a pastry? Maybe. Um, just it doesn't look nice. And so no matter what, your animal instinct should be avoid the dark, gooey puddle. Right. You know something else that the Libre Tarpets has that I like museum-wise? It is, has a janky, loud robot. 
Ooh. It has a uh, a, a motorized scene of a saber-toothed tiger attacking a giant sloth. And, you know, the sloth is on the, on the, or the tiger is on the sloth's back, you know, delivering a death blow. Uh, it is a grim museum now that I'm describing <laughs> yeah. it. There's a the boy. Uh, anyway. Get used to death, kids. Get it's coming for you. Get life. It comes for us all. Well, I mean, that's all the museum is, is look at all the things that fell in and yeah, died here. Yeah, sure. Look at all the families that were torn apart. One day this will be you. And then just a long stare into the child's eyes. Yeah. And then. Well, who wants ice cream? And then the. the, Yes. And then the. uh, And then the the person, the star of the video, Christopher Plummer, points (laughs) to a a gravestone. And if your parents call ahead, they will put your name on the gravestone. Nice. Yeah, it's like, kind a, of a, like a family memory. Yeah, it's like at Universal Studios when E.T. Yes. Was I was just thinking about E.T., yeah. As you left. Yeah. Um, Jordan. Yeah. <laughs> um so, so there's this there's this there's mechanized scene and it it is just from a time when animatronics were loud as fuck. So it just goes. <laughs> 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 It sounds like dental tools. Yeah, it's really, it's really loud and weird. And just anyway, again, it's that kind of '80s aesthetic. Yeah, that I, I really love. Sure. I also grew up in Southern California, and the Liberty Tarpits was one of the field trip destinations. Yes. And so, like, I just had a visceral memory of that robot from when I was a child. Yeah, make those sounds. Well, much, much like the bones stuck in the tar pits, it seems that the museum is stuck in time. Yeah, I mean, it. the last time I went um, a couple weeks ago was, I noticed how many nods to modernity they have. They now have a lot of, like, screens where, you know, kind of these animated videos play and, you know, uh, God, there's a really cool thing actually where you use a joystick to control a trunk or a proboscis, uh, and you can kind of use that uh, joystick to to kind of move this trunk and try and pick up this kind of um, uh, little little box that's kind of rep- to represent food, just to kind of give you a sense of you know how a how a how a, a mastodon would eat. That's, that's fun. Very cool. Yeah. So there's a lot of that. Um, that should be the only. That should be the cafeteria, and it's the only way kids get to eat on field oh, trips. Oh yeah, you just see it, you have to use the robotic trunk to grab yeah. chicken nuggets. Yeah, <laughs> otherwise you don't eat. And if, yeah, sorry kids, don't use your hands. It's like medieval times. Yeah, um, I guess you just use your hands at medieval times. But they have an obtuse way of eating. Is right. Yeah. The analogy that I was making. Um, yeah. So uh, yeah. So I. I um, so so it, it is a lot more modern than it has been in the past and i you know i'm of two minds about it i was glad to see those things and there were kids using them and the kids were having fun and i'm like hey this is good but also man eh, i kind of want this to just be like orange shag yeah. carpet so sure yeah you want it to be as preserved as the fossils inside exactly sure um yeah i mean well brea has like it's long record of not just fossils that are attracted but the fact that there's so many of those fossils means that scientists can track how ecosystems changed or didn't change over time. And to me, the shag carpet should stay as a symbol 
of what's happening in the tar pit. Anytime they renovate or update, especially with all the things happening in the future, everything that they get rid of should be tossed into the tar pits. Oh, wow. To be like for posterity, for they future should, generations. They preserve a, like a swatch of the yeah. 80s shag, the orange shag carpet. I mean, I Put guess, it up somewhere for kids to touch. Yeah, you can I, touch the carpet. <laughs> I guess you Imagine don't need to what it was like. You don't need to throw it in the tar pit. Reagan's in order to America. It. <laughs> uh, I that aesthetic though. I mean, I know that aesthetic so well. Just the oranges and yellows yeah. and browns. I can picture that um, that social studies book cover. Course, yeah. I, it probably has an owl on it mm-hmm. and has a name like. Uh, Biological I, considerations. Yes. <laughs> Considering biology. In like mm-hmm. a Times New Roman-esque thought. Of course. Steve, what were your uh, field trip destinations growing up? If not the La Brea Tar Pits. Oh, where did we go? We I don't I don't think there was any like major things because it's just like Michigan. Oh, um A Great Lake or two? Nope. Nope. Um Henry Ford Museum, oh, which sure. is attached to Good Greenfield one. Village, which is very much like a colonial Williamsburg kind of okay. like look, there's a glass blower and this is what we walked around wearing. Is Greenfield Village a place where at Christmas time they have carolers dressed up in Is it ever? Okay. And Halloween it's spooky. I know somebody who sang in that. Yes. I think. Um. Yeah, that's exactly what it is. So we'd go there. My my two favorites were we went to the Jiffy factory, which where it which is where Jiffy cake mixes were made. Okay. Though the like the muffin mix, the corn yes. muffin mix. Mm-hmm. Okay. Oh, Jordan, Jif- much more than just but not corn Jiffy muffin. Jiffy pop. No, 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 not Jiffy pop. Just okay. Jiffy, the little blue box, the right. corn muffins. They also do other things. Um, and not GIF. No, not, not the Giphy. Giphy <laughs> no, museum, not Giphy. Which we went to the Giphy Museum. Of museum of tiny, yes, <laughs> tiny four second uh, scenes of SpongeBob. <laughs> yeah, it's just a lot of uh, Joey from Friends going, oh, <laughs> over and over again on a loop. Meryl Streep clapping at an award show. <laughs> Um, so the Jiffy Museum. And a lot of, uh, a lot of real housewives <laughs> rolling their eyes. Yeah. Yes. They have Bob's Big Boy here, but in Michigan, it's the Elias Brothers, but it's still Big Boy. It's still basically the same menu. We went to like the main like Elias Brothers, like Big Boy, like Does it still have place. the Big Boy? Or is it two boys? It's still a Big Boy. Okay. It's, it's just like where ours here says Bob's Big Boy. Um, in Michigan, they would say Elias Brothers but Big it, Boy. I, or just I, Big Boy. I guess boy. I'm asking about, it's Elias Brothers Big Boy? Um, yeah. Okay. That was just like the, the Is name. there just the one? I, I guess I'm wondering about the mascot. Um, it's just the one it's boy? still big boy. Yes. Okay. Um, one so boy for two men. Yeah. Here's what it is. Here, we think of it as Bob's big boy. That's the name. Bob's big boy. In Michigan, they're all just big boy. Okay. Like the menu or the sign might say Elias Brothers big boy, but like it's big boy. We're gotcha. going to big boy. We're ordering a big boy. We have the menu at big boy. So we're never really saying Elias Brothers. Bob is not involved. No. Are you telling me that a class field trip of yours was just to go eat a hamburger? <laughs> Usually, I don't think we ate at a hamburger. We just went to like their corporate. <laughs> All right, everybody gets one yeah. baked potato. We went to like corporate big boy. Wow. <laughs> because of budget cuts, you'll have to split the potato among yourself. Yeah, right. So take a bite and pass it to Never. your right. <laughs> and then like kids museums. I don't know. If my brother listens to those this episode, he can are, text those me. Are, those are great field trip destinations. But like there's no tar pit. Yeah, there's no, and I've always felt that way about people growing up in Southern California. This uh, kind of jealousy of it seems very cool to me because, like, 
I imagine you guys probably skipped school and went to the beach, but we didn't have that. If we skipped school, we went to Denny's. No, it was too far. I mean, here's the thing. The beach is like, well, it depends on where you lived. If you were rich, maybe you lived by the beach. But if you were where I was, it's like a 40-minute drive to the beach. Uh, so it's not the easiest destination to get to. Well, I'll still always imagine your high school, your K through 12 experience to be very glamorous. My sweet 16 was on the beach. Were your- Hey, that's fun. Little beach bonfire over in Huntington. Oof. Um, Love it. um, My 30th birthday was on a beach. Oh, that's right. And you had people come and burn things. Yeah. Now, I had something to say, but now I don't remember. Something about oh okay skipping school skip um so did your schools were your schools um were the hallways outside like were your lockers outside in your school day would you ever find yourself outside my high school yes my junior high was actually indoors see that's crazy to me flip any it, flip it for me outside any, junior high indoor high school cra- it's crazy to me to think about being outside at any point during school oh. ever even like off campus lunch or something like that like you go in and you are there for the day the idea of like Fresh air. If you had to go off campus, you used a series of tunnels. Exactly. Yes. Right. Yes. We had plenty of those. Um, but that, yeah, I just imagine. Remember that movie Orange County? Yeah. I just imagine that's what everybody's school was like. It's, it's kind of like that. Yeah. My high school Orange County is a pretty good representation of Orange County, I think. Yeah. Well, you were in South County, right? That's I was in, yeah, Mission Viejo. Yes. And I was in Fullerton. Mm. So a bit of distance. Like for me to get to Jordan's house in high school would have taken like I would go to Fullerton. I would go to Fullerton to like see punk shows. Yes. Like that's where like, that's like was my reason to go to Fullerton. Real Big Fish. Yeah. Real Big Fish. Was... Less than Jake. Oh, of course. You Fullerton's name it. a college town. So there was a few bars and like 18 over clubs. Yeah, had a lot of right. uh, punk bands go play there. Any tar pits down there? No, because you had to come to L.A. No, not a single tar pit in Orange County. Are there tar pits that have been just like dried up or like or like built over? Like, oh, like right? There's something that are there any tar pits that are no longer with preserved? Yes, that's yes. a great question. I will say that I have no knowledge of tar pits other than the La Brea tar pits. I'm a one fair. Listen, I'm a one tar pit kind of guy. Yeah. Uh, I'm monogamous when it comes to the George C. Page Museum. Monogatop. And of course, my lovely wife, <laughs> who does not exist. Would you get married at the Tarpits? Oh, well, I mean, listen, I, I, if, if my future spouse, mm-hmm. um, if this hypothetical person loved the Tarpits as much as I did, I would want to, but I wouldn't want to hijack it and make yeah. it all about me, you know? Yeah, if they hate it, you're not going to be like, yeah, but if it's like something tarpits. we shared, if it's maybe like the next time I'm there, if I, you know, catch someone's eye, mm-hmm. uh, you know, if I'm the catch someone's eye on the other side of the loud robot, <laughs> uh, beautiful relationship starts, then How'd yeah. How'd you two meet? Well, we both heard, but I mean, if you did get married there, then you could like have Zed be a part of it. Zed, the eighty percent complete Colombian mammoth with tusks. Uh, would love to be married by Zed if he gets the one dollar certificate from the Universal Life Church. <laughs> he could perform our wedding. Is that the most complete um, mammoth skeleton there is? Um, I don't know if it's the most complete in the world, but it's certainly it's the, the most, most complete, complete from all things Boy, from yeah. this. It yeah, is and in their amazing. collection, amazing. It is very cool to look at. It's so. I went to. Um, Rome a couple of years ago and it's so strange to be at these buildings that are so old to be outside of the Colosseum and be like there's right. nothing in my world in my life yeah. that I'm around that's 
as old as this structure right sure. here. And to think about like how like how long ago somebody was standing right in front of the same exact thing that I'm seeing. And I never really thought about it with the tar pits. The fact that like that goes back even farther than that. Oh yeah. And absolutely. now, yeah, it's fucking there's a cuckoo next door. <laughs> cuckoo. I knew I Where could drop there any cuckoo. They're now? all gone, but They're I all gone. I knew because you guys grew up in Southern California, I could drop a cuckoo reference right. and people would uh, know. Failed chicken chain cuckoo. Oh, it was Boston Market for the cool kids, I feel. You know, the last Boston Market in the LA area just went under. I drove by. There was one in Burbank near the Bob's Big Boy, and uh, it's empty now. Oh, no. Yeah. R.I.P. R.I.P. Boston Market. Sorry to you and your loved ones. You're, you're with Kukuru and Chicken Hell. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it was a long run for Boston Market. But yeah, Boston Market had a good good run for I feel I'd rather have like an E. coli breakout and go out of business overnight than just like slowly, slowly fade, fade away. away. I'd rather be a Chi-Chi's than a Boston Market. Oh, I don't. I haven't heard of Chi Chi's. Chi Chi's is a Mexican restaurant, and then a bunch of people got E. coli, and they oh, all no. went out of business Chi-Chi's. like instantly, as one would do when you <laughs> accidentally poison, <laughs> yeah, your your clientele. And that happened. To, I mean, that was a Jack in the Box when we were kids, and Jack right. in the Box is yeah. stronger than ever. Every, That's th- why we, they had the mascot. We didn't right. have Jack in the Box in Michigan, and so every time I see one now, I because th- that story was national news, and the. So that was always my only point of reference. So even now, when I pass a Jack in the, I don't know. I don't. I won't eat there because I only know of it as right. the place that killed the kids. Uh, in so many words. <laughs> <laughs> and the La Brea Tar Pits also killed the kids, the animal children, the animal yeah. children, yes. <laughs> and their mothers. Every yes, every animals of every age. I will say we might swallowed have... by the tar. <laughs> <laughs> We've got a lot of tangents, but our segues back to the Tar Pits Seamless. have been. A plus. Seamless. <laughs> Bob Stewart and Kevin would be proud. <laughs> yes. Um, Why do the minions represent segues? Um, we just did the We just did the noise ones. We just okay. yeah, we just did the 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 alarm so for the segway segue alarm. Segue yeah. Okay. Um so have you ever seen the uh Ice Age Encounters performance? So I have not, yes. Okay. I, I need I need to see it. This it, is the IMAX? No, I, this is a life-size adult saber-toothed cat puppet designed by the Jim oh, Henson Creature Shop. No, I have not seen this. Uh, that will make an appearance on the weekends. And the docent will share a lot of great info about the tar pits. Um, the pits should probably be called the La Brea Shallow Asphalt Seeps because they're so... <laughs> we talked about how they range from like, a, you know, yeah, a few techni- centimeters deep to like the most... I guess also feet. technically it's not tar. Yeah, another thing that's wrong with the naming of the La Brea tar pits. Right. It's asphalt. Yeah, it's the tar tar pits. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's uh, the tar asphalt. The pits. tar asphalt pits. <laughs> Have you ever done the thirty-five minute excavator tour? No. That is, uh, it starts at the fossil lab, mm-hmm. and you can observe scientists working behind a curved wall of glass. I do enjoy that. The fishbowl uh-huh. is what it is nicknamed. They'll wave to you too. Yeah. Oh, I like that. Like yeah. a California Adventure when they're making the sourdough bread. <laughs> yes, <laughs> it is like that. But they are cleaning off fossils. Um, how many How many people are there active? Like how many people's full-time job is is uh, is paleontology at the tar pits like if i go on a tuesday afternoon okay i think you will probably see if you go during work hours um and i don't think it's open at night (laughs) uh there's an after dark for adults so there should be a light show that would be great that would be cool or they should do like a little like uh they should do like something uh, set to the who like (laughs) Like planetariums yes 
That would be cool. <laughs> it's just lasers shining on the torn. Yeah. Just the light is refracted, so you can't yeah. see shit. We could set up little, like, uh, you know, craft beer tastings, maybe. Yeah. That'd be kind of fun for mom and dad. Yeah. Hey, yeah. Take your kids after dark. Mm-hmm. Uh, make sure no, they don't. No, don't. Leave the, kids, leave the kids back at the hotel. Oh, okay. And, uh, mom and dad can no, have a No, bring the kids. Just don't watch them. <laughs> right. Let them run around. <laughs> yeah. Don't let them fall in the pit. Yeah. Um. Yeah, uh, but yeah, there's a sexy section. Uh, I would say that I would say that if you went on a weekday, you would probably that that fishbowl area would probably have between five and seven. Okay, so there's a good, so there's a good amount of people who work and discover Mm. on the regular. Yeah, and you can wave; they're friendly. Yeah, it's it's. I won't wave. There are active digs going on all the time. Still, Uh, there's an active dig site that started in 2006 because LACMA, the art museum next door, started building an underground parking garage, and then they found 60 new fossils, and they were like, "Uh, you guys want to come over here and dig around a little bit?" So yeah, it has been working. It is kind of neat how it it is kind of related to the expansion of LA. You know that like the more the more LA sprawls out and expands itself, the more kind of ancient shit they find. It's really yeah. neat. Have you ever pulled on the tar pole? Oh, I love to pull on the pole. Guys, that is a cherished memory from my uh, from my days going there uh, on field trips. This is one thing that I hope they never get rid of as much as, you know, I, I understand why they're modernizing it, but the tar pole is a thrill. What's the tar pole? It's a metal pole. Uh, and it goes down into some tar. Uh, it's kind of enclosed in a glass case, and you can pull on the pole to see what it was probably like for animals who were trapped, and you get to just kind of experience how much resistance there is. That is very it's cool. It's significant. I don't think that's going anywhere. And again, it makes kids picture their own death. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> As they should to prepare for what's coming. It's coming. Is it like quicksand? Is the trick to just go slow and steady? I don't know if they're. I wonder. What I think the I trick could get is. it out. Yeah, I, I think, think I could get it out. I've got the secret. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I, I mean, got this. Here's the thing: is I mean, with all the mammals that have been stuck there, and reptiles, and birds, and sure. et cetera, et cetera, Bugs. you'd think that more humans would get stuck. But I think you're right, Stephen. That it's just the, the animals compared to the human animal. Just a bit dumber. Mm-hmm. There's only one human skeleton that they found there so far. Um, I, what if they nicknamed him Dummy? <laughs> <laughs> Stupid. Well, uh, it's a lady. What if they nicknamed her? Because women can fall in tar pits too, <laughs> Thank Steve. Thank you. Yeah. It's, it's 2020. 2020. <laughs> this is not 2013 anymore. Yeah. Um, in 1914, researchers at the tar pits found a 9,000-year-old set of human remains. They called her the La Brea Woman because... They were very original in their naming. Mm-hmm. It's like when my sister named the goldfish she got at Walmart Goldie. You know, really yeah. thought really thought that was. <laughs> are we not gonna knock this around a little bit more? Are we just gonna go with Goldie? Not, I know what happened. There to was her. a blue sky atmosphere. We could have named it anything. Let's, let's punch this up a little bit. Let's do we, do we all want to go to lunch? Is that why we're going with Goldie? I know what happened to the woman. Hmm. Um she was trying to save like some animal that was important to her got mm, stuck. Pet or yeah, but maybe she was just ready to end it. You know, she was just tired of. That's true too. Uh, Can you imagine being a woman harsh... like a million years ago? Yeah, couldn't have been easier. <laughs> Actually, maybe. No, <laughs> not at all. Uh, later studies suggested that her remains had been ceremonially reburied, possibly with a domestic dog at her side. 
Oh, so they just buried her there? She didn't fall in? We're n- they're not sure. They just, like, there's speculation that she was trapped. Dog at her side. She was trying to save her dog. Um, There's trapped. I there- figured it <laughs> out. I solved it. But then there's other speculation that's like, was she, was this uh, deliberate? Was this a deliberate burying of some kind? No. Um, she fell in trying to save her dog. Uh, but it's that's- so clear to me. <laughs> <laughs> You'll hear nothing else on the matter. No, I don't know why you're talking about speculation <laughs> when I've solved it. But that's the only human remains that they found. Um, there's like accounts that suggest that the local tribes use that asphalt to, you know, like I said before, where they would um, like cock boats and like mm-hmm. use it as a waterproofing yeah, and stuff. But like the they didn't. Nobody fell in from I'm, what they can tell so far. I feel that these ancient people had a duty to like keep the animals away and they failed. Like, I think that the humans who were around should the tar pit should have been like, shoo, yeah, right. yeah. There should have been a guy on duty. Yeah, there should have been a guy. There hey, should have been a lifeguard. Shoo, shoo, shoo. Get, out, yeah, get out of here. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Even though they were all, most of them were very yeah. deadly. I can tell you, if you put a penny in a Dr. Pepper can and shake it, right. animals, <laughs> they are repelled. Giant sloth, woolly mammoth. A- anything. Excuse me, re- Columbia. Really, yes. Thank you. Um, I mean, that's the thing, though. It's like the tar pits, uh, help me out here with the time period. Yes. Like, you say Ice Age. Yeah, like the... They were around during the Ice Age, and then humans showed up. Humans Can you showed up post-Ice Age. Quote, so. unquote, Ice Age. Quote, unquote. <laughs> right, yes, of course. Sorry, we don't want to offend those of us who there are many believe, of us. who validly believe <laughs> the world is 6,000 years old. You know, the um, uh, the Cabazon dinosaurs, the dinosaurs from Pee-wee's Big Adventure, used to be a young Earth museum. What? The yeah. thing on the way to to and from Palm Springs? Yeah, so it started out as just a pure stunt to get people to stop at a diner. But then those dinosaurs were bought by the Young Earth people. And you could go to a little museum inside the dinosaur that taught you about how dinosaurs were in the garden with Adam and Eve. No. <laughs> and it only very recently got rebought by people who have now made it a museum with a Different point of view. I don't want to say a correct one, but uh, now it has like actual dinosaur facts at it. But there was a time, and I I Man. went to it, and they had this little garden you can walk through where it was like dinosaur statues with sheep's and monkeys and turtles, just to show kids that this is how it was and back to, in the garden. And to be an impressionable impressionable kid, I'd believe that because it's like, well, this museum's in a dinosaur right if Why any museum yeah, exactly mm-hmm. if anybody's an expert on dinosaurs it's the museum within one right <sighs> and i think their big explanation uh which to be fair i i can't refute is that there are like cave drawings that feature things that look like dinosaurs and they're like well they were drawing these because they were existing a lot. But if you draw a lizard and just happen to draw it the same size as you drew the person. Yeah, sure. Maybe, yeah. And Everything looks like a dinosaur. You know Two sides sure. to each story. Birds mm-hmm. are dinosaurs. Mm-hmm. Do you want, you, that bothers you. It really does. Well, birds bother you. I mean, well, it's What's like, your least favorite bird? Oh, I bet oh, I know. Can I guess? God. Yeah. Can I guess your top three least favorite birds? Please do. I think number one is crow. Oh, yeah. Oh, sp- spooky as shit. Get them yeah. out of here. Yeah. And then I think you don't Hovering like... Doom. And then the other two, I think, are more like domesticated, like 
birds you'd see somewhere, like a cockatoo or something. I One can't of them imagine. would be like a bird that ta- that sasses back at me. Ooh, like a parrot? Yeah, yeah like, get, get, shut up. Yeah. No one needs this. And then no. like a gull. Go back to grad yeah. school. <laughs> yeah, what are you, my dad? And then gulls just like, seagulls are, yeah. are, are sure. uh, notorious motherfuckers. Yeah, yeah nobody just, wants a seagull. Yeah, you bring in- Ruining your 16th birthday party at Huntington Beach. Exactly. With their flapping. You try to bring a picnic- you try to bring any kind of homemade sandwich because you're like, no, nah, I'm not going to buy buy food. I'm going to yeah, bring... Snack bar food is expensive. I, some seagulls are... are I like some seagulls. I like the ones that go, mine, mine, mine. So the ones from Finding Nemo? Yes, I okay, like those So you ones. like fictional seagulls. I love them. Yes. <laughs> They're adorable. So you like repetitive kids movie characters. Oh, be-doo, be-doo, mm-hmm. be-doo. Um... Do you have a the favorite? Claw. <laughs> <laughs> Wilma. <laughs> That's just a cartoon. Character. Yeah, it's it's Fred Flintstone. Yeah. <laughs> Do you have a favorite uh, fossil or you know exhibit a fossil at? Oof, boy, the that's tarpets. a great. I mean, oof, boy, How, don't make me choose. Uh, <laughs> top I mean, three. Top three. Top three. Okay, Zed the mammoth. Yes. Uh, Wall of dire wolves. And oh, you know. Mm, yeah, let's say I have got a saber tooth tiger is amazing. There are there's a there's a pair of saber tooth tigers there that are really majestic, very fierce looking. So yeah, I'm gonna go Zed, saber tooth tigers, wall of dire wolf skulls. That's solid. Yeah, solid it's all right. Top three. It's all right. And it's not a big museum, so that's there's not much <laughs> there's not much again. <laughs> you can get through it in about an hour. There's not a ton else. Yeah, I don't mean, plan your day around it. I mean, they're literally digging up stuff to put in the museum right outside. Then they clean it off. I'm sure it's a pain in the ass to clean asphalt off of the bones. Oh, sure. Uh, but then they clean it and then they put it on display and then you get to see it. I feel it's like, very farm to table. <laughs> very. <laughs> um, I feel like I've walked down the sidewalk outside of the tar pits and seen like the sidewalk kind of uneven and like tar coming out of there. Is that possible? Yeah, I mean, or did I just like, see a, did I just see a sidewalk no, getting redone? It is like when you walk on the grounds, there is tar coming out of the, the, you know, every which way the ground. Uh, really cool. Yeah, definitely. And uh, yeah, potentially dangerous, okay. I guess. Yeah. Cause this tar was on the other side of the fence. And so they've really got it. They've right. really got to wrangle, wrangle that yeah. tar. Uh, so yeah, no, it's definitely a, a, a great case of like, you know, here here is the science shit we're talking about. It is all around you. Yeah. It's hard for me to process that like it's not going anywhere because I just I guess it's 2020. I assume nothing is, you know, I assumed that one day it would like dry up or right. run out or. Yeah, that is a no. I mean, I think it's, you know, I think it's it's self-perpetuating. Uh, and yeah, and again, I think it'll Good. it'll 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 outlast us all. Yeah, I think in terms of like our careers and life passions, mm-hmm. we should think of ourselves as tar pits of oh, motivation creativity. and creativity. Sure. Yeah. yeah. Always bubbling. Yeah. Always. Did you hear that? Nadia? Sucking, <laughs> always sucking in the, uh, <laughs> yeah. The, uh, bystanders. Yes. Absorb any families. animal. Yes. False hopes as you fly straight into that big black hole mm. and you never come out. Mm. And a, and a pole that you try to pull out of a, Yes, and, just, and you know what? And just we're, and we're, aren't we all just yanking on that pole? <laughs> aren't we all just on this big, big blue marble? 
going around the sun and yanking on that pole. You know, here's the thing. 90% of the stuff that they found in those tar pits is carnivores, but apparently the surrounding area was more of like an herbivore ecosystem, Mm -hmm. which leads me to believe that somebody could take that and turn that into some kind of eating meat is dumb message. Why oh, would carni- sure. why would carnivores be closer to the tarp? Why would carnivores fall in more? Well, I think the idea is that like this I think what they're speculating is that like you'd see little animals potentially near or around it, mm-hmm. like a small bird. And then if you're a larger animal, you go Hey, that small bird's stuck. I'm going to go get it. It can't go uh, anywhere. Yep, I'm going to eat that. It. Oh, no. No, I'm stuck, oh, too. Yeah. So dumb. Okay. Oh, <laughs> oh. Help. Help. What's that? Help. Oh, I'll come in and say, oh, no. No, I'm stuck, too. That makes more sense than my theory, which was just animals just fell in. <laughs> just, <laughs> just standing and yeah, like a slight over. breeze. Like they're just, yeah, there's yeah. just a herd walking by and one just like. Falls Lost in. its footing. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Now you're talking about they birds getting a banana stuck. Peel. I, I believe it. Now. A monkey <laughs> threw his banana peel away. Yeah, I believe it now. This is like a long, like a uh, what's the word I want? A Rube's Goldberg of events that happens right. for the animal to fall into the tar pit. That's what I was picturing, but yeah, I guess just like a stuck bird is there makes a- as much sense. <laughs> is there something for the new layout in the new version of the tar pits that they're going to be building? that you hope they do include? Or is there some update that you're like, I wouldn't mind, blah, blah, blah. Oh, interesting. Um, yeah, let's think. What would be a good, what would be a good addition? I mean, I like, I, you know, I think, I think they should uh, realize how, I mean, I think they do realize. I mean, obviously those mammoths are iconic. The tar mammoths are iconic. And if they are creating a kind of a walkway, where it's, you know, it, it, for people to kind of stroll and have an experience, it might be nice to add some more things to that landscape. Maybe a giant sloth. It looks like it's eating a tree. That's fun. We can all appreciate that. So, yeah, kind of taking that that scene and trying to kind of make it a little bit more of a, an experience. That is fun. Yeah. And I would appreciate that. I'd be like, hey, it me. Yeah. I'm, aren't we all? <laughs> I'm that. I'm sinking mammoth. I bet sloths are the thing that they found the least of because the sloths, for the most part, were just like, I don't feel like going over to that. Yeah. And therefore might have been the smartest. Yeah. I've been always saying doing the least is the smartest. (laughs) Just slowly getting leaves with your long tongue. Yeah. It's the best. It's the best. It's the best of all possible worlds. If somebody from out of town was coming to see the tar pits, yes, or somebody from local, like a Steve, was yeah, going to see the tar just pits, heard it was boring their whole life. Yeah, like what's yeah. the one thing you'd say to change their mind? Like, what, how would you change their mind? I mean, you got me with the the stick in the tar. Yeah, there's a <laughs> there's a pole you can freely yank. Um, yeah, I mean, I think to just kind of like, in addition to kind of appreciating how amazing everything is. Just, you know, like, have some fun with this being a, like, classic field trip destination and kind of enjoying it on that level, kind of enjoying the parts of it that are, like, retro and a little bit campy. I think sometimes people see that and they're like, what's this bullshit? You know, because, I I don't know. This isn't cats. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Just kind of like, it, it is a genuinely amazing thing that has a little bit of a corny aesthetic. And I think just appreciating both of those things, like the stuff is very cool and it is unlike 
things you will see at any other museum. But, you know, there's also just a little bit of a, a, a jankiness that I think is kind of charming. So, yeah, I, I want to again, I can't if you don't find jankiness charming, then uh, not not a lot I can do for you. But, um, you know, I think if you're going in like expecting that kind of thing and not a, you know, state of the art virtual reality experience or something. Um, yeah, I think you're I think you're going to find a lot of fun. Steve? It would be my. I mean, I've never thought about going. Are you before. gonna go? Or I am. Gonna... Okay. It's free, right? Uh, so for LA residents, okay, free after three. What time does it close? Closes at six. Okay, you can you can you just spend an hour and a half there. Maybe uh, plan to get dinner uh, somewhere around. Why there. would any rel- LA resident go before three? <laughs> yeah, because <laughs> uh, they don't have any auditions that day. <laughs> Fair. Yeah, 80s comic guy. Yeah, hey, it's me. <laughs> How do you like texting? Uh, I love it. <laughs> I know it's. I know it exists. What's your wife like? Is she normal or oh, crazy? Oh, she's always got a headache. <laughs> and all I want to do is eat her pussy. Jordan Morris, thank you so much for coming on. Why do you know that? Uh, yeah, good to be here. <laughs> Introducing my new character, surprisingly positive about Cunnilingus '80s comic, who also knows that texting will soon exist. <laughs> He's a complicated character who will be unpopular. <laughs> with a fun acronym to go with it. Uh, yes. Anything you want to plug at this time? Uh, sure. I do a podcast. It's called uh, Jordan Jesse Go. It's an aimless chat show featuring delightful guests. Uh, you can uh, find that over at MaximumFun.org or wherever you get your podcasts. And uh, I was a writer on Earth to Ned, a uh, talk show coming soon to the Disney Plus streaming service uh, from the Jim Henson Company. So it is a talk show hosted by a giant alien puppet. Uh, a lot of your comedy faves are going to be on that. So, uh, yeah, tune in when that comes out in the spring. Very cool. That was a good plug. Thank you. Plug. I'm not one of these, I ain't got nothing, people. <laughs> that was a cool thing to plug. I have and things. It, yeah. I would like to keep working in the entertainment <laughs> industry. Uh, and where can people find you on the internet? Uh, I'm at Jordan underscore Morris on Twitter, and uh, I'm on nothing else. I'm not on Instagram, as perhaps I betrayed earlier when I thought that handles had .com at the end. <laughs> you got us. Hey, everybody. Thanks for listening. If you like what you heard, tell everyone you know every way you know how. Remember to subscribe, rate, and review, and be sure to go back and listen to our older episodes if you missed them. We talked about some weird stuff. And be sure to follow us on Instagram at WhyDoYouKnowThatPod or on Twitter at WhyDoYouKnowPod. They're different. And if you've got questions, comments, concerns, whatever, be sure to email us at WhyDoYouKnowThatPod at gmail.com. Let's do this again sometime. Uh-huh.